Hi, I'm Simon Theakston, and welcome to the 2021 Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. The way the global obsession with the crime genre continues to grow year on year is simply astonishing, and this year's long list proves the remarkable talent on offer in crime writing from legends of the craft to eager-eyed newcomers. The short list is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award, and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar, because they say an Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. I'll tell you why if you come to the festival in July. Good health. Hello, I'm Joe Haddo, and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Longlistees, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Theakston's Old Peculiar. Ah, to be sat outside in the sun with a pint of Theakston's. Maybe later. Today, I'm joined by the author of the Maeve Kerrigan novels. It's Jane Casey. Hello and welcome to you. Hi, Joe. Lovely to see you again. Has it really been a year? I mean, it doesn't seem like a year, but on the other <laughs> hand, this also seems very normal and natural now. So, you know, I guess we've spent 12 months getting used to this. We have in a strange way. It's just sort of like, I don't think anyone says, I'll call you now. They just sort of go, oh, here's a Zoom link. No, oh, and <laughs> yes, we're all, we're all getting much better at all of this kind of thing. I still don't know anyone who can leave a meeting with any kind of grace. Ah, very true. Um, I, th- I thought I had perfected it. Um, and then used a different software, which had a two-click out rather than a one-click out. Okay. And so I'd done the whole, yeah, 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 leaned over to do my one-click out as I, and then and then I was scuppered because it then had another one, and I was just left there kind of going. <laughs> but that, that that has been the scene for many of us, hasn't it? Over the last it really has. I, have, I definitely haven't got to grips with that one. No. And have you... Goodbye. Have you been, Zooms aside, have you been sort of well? Um, have you been writing? Have you been reading everything okay? Um, I've been doing a bit of writing, uh, which is good news for my editor, I suspect. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's been funny. It has sort of gone quite quickly the last year in a weird way of nothing happening. But it seems like every third day is Friday. So mm. I, don't, I don't really understand how that works. But um, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. I think there's lots of stuff that we have to be grateful for at the moment. So that feels like a very positive moment. Every third day feels like Friday for me because I'm grabbing another bottle of wine. I think that's possibly what's doing it. <laughs> it's all weekend these days, all weekend. <laughs> and congratulations on, on being longlisted. Um, the book that we're talking about that's been put on this long list is The Cutting Place. Um, it's great to have May Kerrigan back. Can you, can you tell those who may not have come across this novel and her maybe at all, uh, just a little bit about her and then, and then sort of set up this story for us? So Maeve Kerrigan is, um, this is her ninth outing, but I hope that doesn't put off anyone who hasn't met her before because you actually can slot in with this one. Um, She is a London Metropolitan Police uh, murder detective. Um, She works with a partner uh, named um, Josh Derwent, who is um, a a love him or hate him kind of character, (laughs) um, is what what I would say. And... uh, she, the two of them sort of have, have been through a, quite a long um, and changing relationship. So um, The Cutting Place is about um, a journalist who uh, becomes um, 
sorry, the sun's come out. Um, <laughs> distraction me. Um, is about a, a journalist who um, is found in a number of pieces in the Thames. And um, she had been investigating a very privileged gentleman's club in London. And the one thing that you won't find in that particular club, which is called the Chiron Club, is a gentleman. Um, <laughs> it is a very sinister organisation. And um, really, Maeve's job is to find out who put her in the river and why. Oh, and it's so it's so sort of seedy and horrible. It really made me sort of feel uncomfortable reading about it. <laughs> I mean, it was great fun to write about people who are immensely privileged and just think there are no consequences mm. to their actions. It felt like a very timely kind of book. Yes. And you are a huge news junkie. I know that from when we've spoke before, I wondered if, if it was a news story or something that sort of twigged this book and maybe gave you the germ of the idea. I think um, that there's a very sad case um, about a journalist called Kim Wall that may have come to people's attention um, because of the TV series, The Investigation. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. She was a journalist who uh, went on a submarine with a man who had built the submarine um, and he murdered her and disposed of her body. And mm. the um, I read about that. And the thing that caught my attention wasn't her death, um, it was the fact that her parents said, you know, it's so difficult for a woman to be a journalist these days because there's no support for them. They're a freelance. They don't have the editor that they used to have who would kind of be their backup. So she had gone off. You have to do a lot of the investigation before you get commissioned. So yeah. there's no sort of um, safety in it. And it's one of those jobs that is quite difficult for young women to make a mark in. So I just thought that was a, something that I really wanted to write about. I love writing about young women taking the world by the scruff of the neck. And sometimes that works out and other times it doesn't. And like you've already said, you don't, I don't think you have to have read the other carrying novels or any of the other series to, to pick this book up. I mean, would you, would you encourage people to do so before reading this one? But I, 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 I do think it's sort of self-contained as well. I think it's pretty self-contained. I mean, I might yeah. say that, but um, I like, I always write them so that, cause I, I always read series out of order. Like I'm hopeless at that. And I, <laughs> I think um, you should be able to come in and meet the characters and feel like, you know, them already. Um, and I found with this one, a lot of people came to it for the first time. They hadn't read the others and then read this and went back and read the rest. And I didn't think it, it seemed to cause them any, any trouble. No. So. Um, we spoke last year at, at pretty much this same time, um, and I remember talking about how it felt then to be longlisted. How how did it feel again to be longlisted for you know the biggest award in crime fiction, especially after the twenty twenty that we all had? I mean, I think the Fixton's old peculiar crime novel of the year is just it's the biggest book award with the longest title. Um, it, it is, it, it's just such a phenomenal thing to be longlisted for, but especially because I think there are so many books that came out in the last year when the bookshops were closed yes. or when people's attention was elsewhere. And for me, I think The Cutting Place is probably the best of the Maeve Kerrigan books as far as I'm concerned. Like it's the one that I think came out the way that I intended it to, to be. Um, and it did fine. It found a great readership, but it's lovely to have someone say, do you know what, this is a, this is a really good book. And I have a list in my head. I don't know who else it's long listed, but there are a few books that I really hope 
are long listed because I think they really deserve to be read by more people. And you managed to get to some reading then over the over the last year as well. I did. I've actually read loads. I've I've been scouring the proofs. But the thing is, I'm always a few months out. So I'll tell someone, (laughs) oh, you must read this amazing book. And they say, oh, yeah, I I couldn't find it. Actually, it's not on, you know, I I went looking in my local bookshop. And then you go, oh, no, that's actually out in August. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm so important. I've got books way before. Exactly. Published, so, you know. I, I operate on a different time scale anyway, <laughs> as my copy editor will tell you. And <laughs> <laughs> um, what does the Thieves and Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award mean to to you, but also just in terms of it as an award, as a recognition in the crime writing community? I think the Thieves Old Peculiar Festival, Crime Writing Festival, is probably the key event. I don't think anybody would disagree with that in in the crime writers calendar. It is the one thing that we've all really moaned about having to miss out on in the last year and have been very excited about coming to and I think um, you know it it is that thing of um, it's a crime writers festival it's a festival for crime writers as much as it is for people who love crime and so Mm. anything that celebrates it's a such a celebration of books and writing and it's not about sales or hype or anything else it's purely about about really writing an amazing crime novel I mean the the previous winners, the previous shortlisted authors, the previous longlisted authors is a who's who in crime writing. So yeah. it, it's really lovely to be included. Um, and this is my second time to be longlisted. The last time was last year. So I would just really love to, you know, get to go to the festival this year and see see what happens. I wouldn't we all... Um... I've, I've missed, you know, I've sp- speaking to so many people over this last year who are all saying, you know, I missed Harrogate so much, and standing out on, on the, the grass with a pint of Thixons in our hands. But um, what are you most looking forward to when we go back to the festival? I mean, I, I think actually listening to other authors, I mm. think that's the thing. I always find it intensely inspiring and I always come away feeling like, you know, what an amazing group of people to be part of. And um, wow, everyone else is so clever. And <laughs> I really want to go and write this this amazing book, but I'll just do my best, you know. So yeah. it, it's, it's a very, um, like, I think it really fills up your well of inspiration again, if you've had kind of a, a long run up to the festival. Um, so that's probably it. I mean, that and, you know, standing outside as the light fades, yeah, that's a lovely point. Yeah, that, that would be up there. <laughs> that's that's a close second, close that's second, close second to, yeah. to all the authors. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and remember, all of our long list of books are available to buy from WH Smith. And if you've already read Jane's book and you know that you wanted to be the winner because you just loved it, why not head over to HarrogateThixtonCrimeAward.com where you can cast your vote. Lovely to see you, Jane. It's a shame it's over Zoom, but maybe in a few months we'll be able to sort of be in the same space together, which uh, would be wonderful, wouldn't it? For me, anyway. <laughs> so for, for all of us, <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. 